Good evening, everybody in. Uh, everybody in. Good evening, everybody. Welcome in to the second podcast of uh, of my series. Today is going to be a very um, game focused podcast because of uh, a kind of AAA game that has come out um, last week, which I have been playing a lot of. Uh, it's very much uh, in everyone's attention at the moment. Uh, this is Diablo Four. Uh, I'm going to do a, um, I, I just, I guess the podcast can be making focus on this, uh, as well as a, a bit of direction on to uh, streaming and um, like content around this game as well. Um, it'll kind of, we'll touch into that later as, uh, as we uh, go through the game review, I guess, because of the fact that um, it's just a type of game. It's an action RPG. Anyway, look, we'll, we'll talk about um, Diablo 4 and uh, start with. I do apologize before we get started on, on the content on the uh, podcast. Uh, the, vi- the video or the stream was supposed to be recorded last night. Um, I was in bed actually last night. I was very, very ill. Uh, had a uh, had a, a a bit of a, a fever going on from probably a combination of a few things. One is a few late nights, probably playing Diablo four, uh, and then I had a, a beer tasting session for a wedding, which is very very important to make sure we got done uh, thoroughly on the Saturday in the sunshine. Sunday I went for a run and did some gardening work in the sunshine as well, and I went to work on Monday, and I think I probably had a combination of heat stroke, hangover, and a virus that had been hanging around the household, and ended up being very very poorly for the um, uh, for for Sunday uh, for Monday uh, at work, and um, I had to come home. Uh, go straight to bed actually on Monday and I spent all day in bed on Tuesday and I have only felt better today um, which has been a good day at work and uh, we are doing the podcast so um, I'm sorry about the uh, the lack of content uh, stream and live streaming on the Tuesday at 9.30 was supposed to happen but it didn't anyway we're here tonight it's Wednesday on the 7th of June nice to be here and nice to be talking uh, about Diablo 4 uh, and I also want to talk, touch on Twitch as well later on. So the content of this uh, podcast, uh, for those that want to know the content of it, we're going to do Diablo 4, have a look at the, uh, just just a brief over the view so, of the game so far. Uh, I don't think I can do it like a full in-depth review because I've not actually played it to the end game just yet. I've had sunk quite a few hours into it, but not enough to give it its full content. I don't think anyone can actually because the seasons aren't even out yet. So even those reviews on YouTube probably can't give you the full uh, in-depth guide and uh, understanding what's going on in the game um, and uh, I want to touch on the end game progress and about how I feel the relationship with live streaming uh, and also a game like this um, have uh, sort of partnership together and how they can hopefully avoid any slip ups with that and then I want to uh, just touch on Twitch in general there's something changes with their contracts that a lot of people aren't happy with and we'll just talk about that very, very briefly um, so Diablo 4, I mean, if you guys don't know uh, Diablo series, they're like an action RPG, um, very simple in terms of uh, game mode. You're walking around the map, uh, killing big, large hordes of enemies. And uh, as you level up, you progress, you get better gear, uh, with better gear progression. Uh, then you can unlock better abilities and so on. So you, you kind of get a, a stronger character, you take on bigger bosses. Uh, the game gets progressively harder as well. So the, the, the bosses and the, uh, the enemies will get harder uh, to the point where you have to start fine-tuning your character uh, uh, to make it a, um, sort of more suitable for the, uh, 
for the bosses that you're fighting and the, the, the difficulty mode that you're fighting. It's quite challenging in terms of um, like build layout, laid out, but once you get your build laid out, uh, it should be fairly easy. It's just quite a satisfying, chill game. Started back in the uh, early, uh, late 1990s. Um, there was Diablo 1, then Diablo 2 came out, which I think in my mind is probably the best Diablo 2. Diablo 3 came out in 2012. Uh, and that was, they kind of changed a few things with Diablo 3. Um, it took a very long time for it to come out and it had a lot of controversy uh, with the way that they brought out the auction house and they changed the way that builds worked in terms of uh, gear. They made sets and they had this kind of like thing where you could just buy gear off the auction house or buy gear from other players, which didn't get on too well. Uh, and then it's been a uh, another 10 years and now we're stuck with uh, Diablo 4. Diablo 4 has launched. Um, my initial um, thoughts on Diablo 4 um, in the beta stages and the early stages of the game, I didn't really know anything about it. I've been a big Diablo 4 um, sort of fan and when it comes down to doing content creation, I find that uh, getting so sucked into a game before it's even come out yet, you're kind of ruining a lot of the, uh, the wow factor when something comes out. And I thought, well, I'm not covering this on my YouTube, I just thought... I just see what happens when it comes out and I must admit I so far I'm pleasantly surprised I got a few um I say gripes with the game I got a few points that I, I kind of feel that could do uh possibly a little better but it could be the way that I'm playing the game and um, that hasn't been so um let's say positive but haven't been sorry sorry uh, not positive I haven't been so uh in line with what the developer wanted to I'm one of those guys that in any sort of like um uh, and in any any sort of um, RPG or any game that requires you to kind of follow a quest line, I tend to actually just walk away from the quest line and just go exploring. That's kind of like Skyrim was one of those guys. You come out of the first like not tutorial mission, but the first town. I just wander off. I don't even do any of the main mission. I'm one of those guys that I just like to just explore, and that's pretty much what I've done with this. I haven't even followed much of the main storyline yet, and I'm probably level 45, I think. Um, so I've done a lot of exploring in this game and just kind of like I, I love skills and skill trees and learning builds. It's been one of my uh, joys in these sort of games is to kind of learn a lot about, um, you know, how synergies work with your character and what you can do to to kind of um, uh, in, enjoy. Uh, it was it's just enjoy that sort of like um, just building stuff. Right. So. Um, yeah, so that's kind of uh, been my experience. Uh, I was say the start of the uh, of my experience. So I've kind of um, I definitely spent a few hours in it. I played with groups of uh, up to four people with some friends. I've done a lot of solo play. I've done a lot of um, say exploring the map. Uh, I am playing a druid in this, which I was told uh, or I, I found that it was probably the uh, the most undertuned character, should I say. Um, in the game, I found it actually very good. Actually, I've really enjoyed the um, the uh, the druid so far. I just start off on hardcore, which is um, a, a game mode that if you die, you die, and that you lose everything, and that's it. You got to start all over again. Which was uh, it does put a different stance in it. Um, I got to level twelve, I died. Got to level twelve again. I decided that what I will do is actually play the game through a normal uh, or non-hardcore, learn a few things, and then uh, drop back into hardcore. Um, one of the reasons um, that I did play hardcore actually is that part of the marketing marketing campaign that they had for the game was uh, they had this hardcore um, race that the first players to get to the first thousand players get to um, level 100 in a hardcore would get like enameled on this. 
uh, stone in town uh, for all to see and your name will be up there and it's quite it's quite a good uh, way to get some hype going around the game that anyone can get in um, based on the amount of hours that they can grind through it and I think hardcore is quite a good um, um, made for this because obviously you could get to very like very very end game and then die um, and then you start all over again and press the reset button so it's uh, it makes for a good, good compelling viewer viewership um, it makes for a good sort of like event uh, and I don't think people realize just how hard it is because uh, anything can sleep up and being an online game as well you can get hit by lag um, as well as latency issues so they all, there's all that sort of stuff with that anyway, I mean, that's just the, that's just just that one game made hardcore um we talk about hardcore in a little bit of streaming as well kind of think that's uh it's quite an important part of what i want to talk about on that um but just uh on the game um yeah the uh diablo 4 has been um so far I've, I've quite enjoyed it i mean as far as gameplay goes uh, the core gameplay is is very similar to the previous ones uh it's obviously the isometric view um, you kind of wander around. You have your base skills that you can set up. So you have t- mainly two abilities: one for generating spirit, or one for generating sort of your primary resource, and your second one for um, activating your second one. So you can't always spam your second one. It's doing more damage, or there's m- more kind of like um, a, a sort of like uh, you can I th- with the druid. You can have four different core um, skills, um, and you can have four primary skills. And those primary ones charge your core ones. Uh, you can change between what type of class, I would say class, but what type of like you want to focus on, whether it's uh, electricity or earth or you're a werewolf and such like that. Um, uh, and then you have like these extra skills like defensive skills, uh, or you can go full on offensive, or then you have the ultimate skills as well. And you get to customize and choose. There's a lot of customization in this game, which I really like. Very much like uh, the previous Diablos, um, you get uh, a choice on how you want to build in your class. Uh, and how you want to play it so no um class will be the same you can play them completely differently and there's five different classes in this um at the moment whether they're going to bring more out there was i think there was talk about bringing a paladin uh class in uh, there's the monk bill which was questioned there's obviously a witch doctor which is missing at the moment and the amazon character um all those classes were very very fun to play um some of them were d3 which is the witch doctor and monk the amazon uh, and paladin I think Paladin was actually D3 as well. Um, Paladin uh, and uh, Amazon are D2 characters for sure. Um, so uh, the, it's, it's very much a similar sort of gameplay style as in D3 uh, and D2. Uh, there is um, crafting in this, much like the other games. And there is uh, sort of like a, a guild, a, a guild, a, a item crafting and uh, tuning so you can really fine tune your build not just on the skills that you use evening guys hello welcome in uh, but also in the gear that you wear as well uh, will determine how your uh, character plays so i've kind of en- I-, I enjoyed that part of the game uh, and it's a it's a very fun thing to uh, do and um, welcome in guys to the chat if you just joined in we are talking about diablo 4 today uh, we're going to talk a bit about twitch as well um, we're just going through the base, the base core um, of uh, Diablo 4 and what it has to offer. Um, and I'm just saying it's very similar to previous, um, the, the previous Diablos out there. So it's very similar. Um, I feel like they've improved a lot of quality of life in this game. Uh, and they got rid of a lot of the things like um, identification scrolls and a lot of um, like things that would take time, like town portals and that sort of stuff like that. 
Um, so that's been interesting. The, the graphics are very good. Um, it's, it's very smooth. And the uh, the sound sound is excellent. So I think they've done a very, very good there. The storyline, uh, so far, so good. I've enjoyed the storyline. Uh, that's very compelling. And the characters are extremely good as well. It's well worth playing, actually. Scruffy, I think this is probably a game that you'd love to join in scruff and they're coming in the chat about um watching a lot of uh watching a lot of people leave twitch and go to youtube uh, and you know I, I think people will realize it's probably not a good thing to do that um straight off the bat we're, we're going to talk about twitch uh and streaming on youtube uh, and um how i think uh they've let's say slipped up but how it's just one of those things that people are uh, get used to in the streaming world um and like Diablo 4, actually, when I've been checking out some of the streamers on Diablo 4 and something that you could probably uh, relate to, Scruffy, is that if you play a game like Diablo um, and you watch someone play it, it's a very difficult game to get into if you're watching it, um, if there's no PvP or if there's no sort of hardcore mode. Um, and I kind of feel that uh, as a viewer game, all you're doing is watching a guy run around a, a sort of like a map with a bunch of numbers pop up on the screen. So it can be quite uh, a non-compelling um, thing to watch. But multiplayer features in this game seem to be fairly good. Uh, and the PvP is uh, something that hasn't really been tapped on um, much at the moment. I kind of feel that there's, lot to, there's a lot to offer, actually, when it comes to PvP. Um, I have zero clue what I'm watching with those kind of games. Well, this is the thing, and, and I think... This is something that I realised uh, over my years um, of switching games between FPS games uh, and um, I guess uh, uh, RPGs and <coughs> excuse me action RPGs like Diablo, uh, like Path of Exile, like Elder Scrolls Online. All these games, action RPGs, um, are one of these things that if you're not in the game, it's very difficult for someone to come out of that game and watch someone and understand what's going on. Um, even even PvP to a point, yeah. I mean, I think if you do like a PvP mode like Capture the Flag or if you're going around killing people, I mean, they have a... that They actually do... I mean, we'll touch on PvP actually as it's part of a multiplayer feature obviously on this. Um, but if you ever played The Division uh, or Division 2 and they had uh, these dark zones where they... Um, it was a PvP orientated map. You go in there, you can kill anybody. Um, it would be a player versus player area, and your the idea of those parts of the map is that you would kill PvE monsters or just PvE characters, mobs, monsters, and stuff like that. Um, and you'd loot their, you'd loot them, and then the loot wouldn't be. Um, you can't just take that loot out of the, the zone. You have to have it extracted to have it then quarantined and cleaned for then you to use it. Um, the thing is, when you looted the PVE monsters and you got the good loot, and you then you then had to go to an extraction point and get a helicopter to come along and uh, pick up that loot. And what makes it very good was that the helicopter was obviously on a time schedule, so it come down, uh, drop its little um, rope for you to attach your loot to. But any time up to uh, you attaching that, anyone could come along and kill you, take away uh, the loot and then attach it to the helicopter, then that loot would then become theirs and they would basically steal it. And there's a similar sort of mechanic uh, in PvP for this, in that you go around a part of the map, which is um, uh, a contested area, 
uh, you can be flagged for PvP, or if, if you're in that zone, you are essentially flagged for PvP, but you can flag yourself for PvP uh, as well. Uh, I'm not quite sure how that is, but you have to work that out. Um, uh, but you, you kill, you go around the monsters, uh, go to the map, kill monsters, get the loot, and then you have to go to a shrine to hand in the, uh, the, the currency that then converts into a currency that you can extract with. Um, and while you are um, at the shrine, you have to hold the shrine uh, for a certain amount of time or stand by it for you to kind of like cash in your, your currency. Uh, and during that time, you become flagged for PvP uh, in a way that the shrine flags up saying someone's cashing their money in. Uh, and then the whole map can then descend on you uh, and um, and kill you and take your loot away. Now, what what's interesting at the moment is because everybody's focused on doing PvE at the moment and leveling the character and playing the game and not really doing PvP, all those parts of the maps are very, very quiet. So people are actually using them to farm in. Um, um, but after doing a little bit of looking at today, I've decided that I think as a PvP feature, I might actually go in and uh, invest a bit of time in and have a little look at that because I kind of feel um, like these games, uh, you can get so invested in the solo play of them that to go into a PvP mode, um, it just gives that extra... Actually, a bit of fun. Actually, I think PvP just makes games uh, generally fun all uh, all round. I mean, we talked about Ultima Online last week and how about it, it was open world PvP with full loot, uh, and it's pretty brutal. Uh, and you get groups of people just coming in, just PKs and just killing you, taking all the stuff that you've earned for the last, you know, uh, in a hour or whatever it is, twenty minutes in a dungeon, and just walk out with it. And I think uh, this game is not less as brutal. It's not full loot. You do keep the gear. Um, it's only that red dust that you um, the lose. Um, so you do. It's not like you're losing everything. But I just kind of feel that it encourages. It's a bit more soft, soft in the way. It doesn't like kill everybody. It, it doesn't kill the the vibe to go in and do PvP. Well, I did find PvP in Diablo 2. It was just more like a, a 1v1 deathmatch. I didn't really get involved in the PvP for um, uh, Diablo 3. I kind of feel like the PvP in this is going to be a little bit more um, compelling because it's that mixture between PvE and PvP. Um, and whether they bring out more PvP modes, uh, whether they do like capture the flag or do team deathmatch uh, or team-based uh, strategy game uh, strategy uh, maps i think uh, could be actually part of what would make this game a little bit more compelling to to view on twitch uh, because just running through dungeons and watching people and uh, smash a load of monsters because at the end of the day you've got a build a solid build all you're doing is just walking around a map and everything's just dying it's not engaging i think what makes hardcore as a game mode engaging is at any point uh, the person that you're watching can possibly die and that's what makes it quite an enjoyable compelling watch on twitch um if there's no consequence of dying um in these sorts of games it doesn't become like very very exciting to watch uh, you're only watching someone based on like to see how they're playing a game or playing like a character and what their build is once you know that and they keep playing that build for the next um you know five six hours you don't really want to watch it for the next five or six hours um, so I think having these um, PvP little uh, tournaments or little kind of uh, deathmatch game modes would be quite fun, uh, but also hardcore can be quite uh, fun as a feature to kind of watch. Um, obviously, at the moment, it's doing very big on Twitch. A lot of people are watching Diablo 4 because obviously it's um, a new game out, a AAA game. It's been long waited for. Everyone wants to see the hype and, you know, it's that hype train that's going on. Um, th there are a few things that I kind of feel... Um, 
uh, I say aren't perfect to the game. I th- I think there's uh, you know it's 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 a very very good game, and I think because it's Diablo, people are being a little bit pickier than they normally would be. A lot of people are saying that end game is um, too easy to get to, and there's not much to do at end game. I think you know the game's been out for a weekend. I don't think people have probably reached end game in terms of what actually Blizzard has enabled or wants to do for them. I think there's probably a lot more stuff that becomes unlocked. I know they did this with Diablo three um with the actual end game of it i think it was just like people only got it released yesterday officially i think people had early access on the friday um so you know i think there's gonna be plenty more content uh, to come battle passes come out next month uh with the season as well so um that's going to be another thing um to kind of like get excited for but um i think this sort of game as well is one of those games that on twitch as a as a viewer game doesn't essentially do well it ends up dying if you look at path of exile it's one of those games that after uh, path of exile is pretty much a, a clone of diablo uh originally and then they kind of expanded on it massively um it it's one of those games that only does well during the seasons and a season is basically when the whole thing resets you start a character from zero and it's a race to kind of get to the end um and uh i think that becomes it's like a compelling watching series and then when that finishes the whole thing goes dead at the door there and there's just a few people watching it's kind of like these ups and downs of people watching i'm not trying to base um uh the performance or the quality of a game based on twitch numbers but i think that uh stream numbers of a game does have a particularly good um sort of representation of the longevity of a game sometimes um you know it's not the be all end all i mean skyrim has a very small fan base in terms of uh viewership sometimes uh on on streaming platforms but as term of player base is huge and you find a lot of people just ex- enjoy exploring uh, a world like that um i, I mean i, I would not, not to be selfish or whatever but i would like to see diablo do well i mean i think it's uh it, it is a it is a good is is it has been a good game series in my life. I've enjoyed it. It's probably one of the reasons why I enjoy doing build so much. Is that Ultima Online was uh, and Diablo two are the two games that I played growing up, um, and very much of those are very build centric games. Um, I do enjoy first person shooters as well, and I think a first person shooter, especially multiplayer, does lend itself to be a little bit more uh, easier and compelling to watch uh, as a viewer because. You're able to watch a match and in that 15 minutes you've got to start, middle and end. It's just kind of like a mini chapter in a story. These games are kind of like the endless, the never ending story. You know, you're just kind of like watching someone from, and then the next stream is pretty much watching them same again. So it'd be nice to see what um, what features they have within the game that allow you to kind of have a, an end point. Uh, I think PvP would be one of those. Seasons obviously would be one of those uh, and stuff. Um as as far as as far as the uh, the game plays, it say it does play very well. I think the graphics are good. Um, I think the sound I've gone through the sound audio is good. Um, I think the build trees or the, the tech trees uh, they're very simple to follow. But the more I have gone down them, I have found that when you start adding uh, gear into it and then like legendaries. Uh, legendary items are basically they have a suffix within a gear piece that is unique to uh well a group of well all, all classes or unique to your class and uh, if they're unique to your class uh obviously you'd only benefit if you're a druid say of a druid class ability um but it means that you can start 
even more fine-tuning your um, your playstyle, or it could completely change the way that your skill tree works and where it reacts to each other. Um, and at the very, very end of your skill tree, you have these things called keystone passives that um, either can uh, enhance all of one particular type of damage that you do through your skills, or they can, uh, you know, you cast one type of dam- uh, one type of skill and it duplicates another one in that category on the same. So you can really uh, kind of adjust how you play. I mean, I'll, I'll use the, the Druid example because I've been playing the Druid quite a lot um, over the last few days. Um, so on the Druid, you can do Earth and Lightning damage. There's a two kind of like two nature damages that you can do. And there's a bit of poison damage with the Creeper. And then you become a Werewolf or a um, you can become a Werebear. Uh, now you can fully focus on becoming a werebear and go, go full werebear mode, or you can do the same with a werewolf, uh, or you can go uh, sort of like a, a, a sort of like full into earth elemental, or you can go full into storm, or you can have a combination of those. Uh, and one of the combinations that I'm using at the moment is a storm and earth, and there are keystone passives that work together really nicely. Shadow, welcome in, mate. Uh, nice to have you into the uh, the old chat here. We're just having a discussion about Diablo 4 and the, um, yeah, just, just I guess, I don't want to review on it, I guess initial thoughts of the game because there's so much still that I've yet to learn about the game and I still feel there's so much more to come out of the game as well. Um, so yeah, the skill trees are really good. I haven't even hit the Paragon levels yet. I haven't even hit like um, sort of getting into end game build yet. I say I'm only level 45 out of 100 and I still feel there's so much more customization to go. Uh, on this haven't really done much to the storyline too so i'm kind of enjoying the uh the progression <coughs> excuse me the progression in it um amazing technically it's been quite fine i have not i've had like two glitches where i've had to um re uh, one i had to reset and the other one i had to just uh teleport out and teleport back in to join a friend but other than that it's been running absolutely fine uh 165 frames absolutely beast i mean this game isn't i don't feel a graphically intense sort of game um, but then I do have a 4090 in a very old rig, so that's kind of probably a bit unbiased. Um, but I'm pleased to actually be putting my uh, 4090 to work after being playing in Ultimate Online, which is a 1990s game, uh, and can run basically on a potato. So, um, yeah, it's good to be playing it. Definitely, definitely enjoying it. Uh, I want to play more of it. Um, I want to play the other classes, but I'm just, I'm not in any rush. I don't have the time to rush on these games anymore. So um, I definitely... Uh, um, I'm having fun playing with it. In fact, I was I was watching a guy's uh, guy's video on YouTube about this today, talking about the uh, the actual game and what he feels the target audience for this sort of game is. And I kind of feel that it could well be um, within my age group because of the way that we were brought up with it. I'm sure the people that play um, uh, play this sort of game uh, in any age group, but you know, there's got to be a target audience of this game. I think they've made it. There's so many quality of life changes in this game, and they're so easy to get into. I kind of feel that it's, it's very catered towards the the casual gamer, and with all the stats and the understanding, the learning of this game, and like uh, putting builds together. I just, it, I mean, it could just be that I'm being biased because I'm of that generation. I'm sure some, uh, a lot of the uh, the younger generations and older generations enjoy this game as well. Um, but it, it's it's very favourable, should I say, towards the uh, the middle aged dad that brought uh, kind of came up in this game. Um, dude, you know what? Old games are good. Okay, so Shadow just said uh, I've been playing Eve Online. It's a twenty year old game, but it's fun. Eve Online was a game that uh, my mate got into that played Ultima Online with. He moved on to that, and I moved into World of Warcraft. I think it was. And um, it's uh, you know 
when a game is good and you've got a good community behind it, it doesn't matter what the graphics are like. Um, if it if it runs well and the balance of the game feels good and that you know you're not feeling that you're having a tough time all the time playing it, you have a great experience. I don't see why you'd need to change it. I mean, it's sometimes it's fun to have these great graphics and these great things, but as you know by a lot of things, great graphics don't necessarily mean great gameplay and great experience. So I think at the end of it, um, you, it's got to be a combination uh, of the base. And I, I would actually put more into um, a better foundation in terms of um skill progression um leading the character on making sure they've got enough interesting stuff going on but that that no there's no dips in like oh my god it's getting a bit boring now when's the next thing gonna happen that's gonna be good um and um giving people something to build into because i mean a game like this diablo it very much is essentially you are using the same buttons and the same skills over and over again if you're following like a bill for example but all you're doing is adding items to enhance those abilities to make them hit stronger or do some more wacky stuff but essentially you are doing the same thing to the same monsters if you shift everything down to like ones and zeros whatever it is it's pretty much the same thing um and it's a game that is compelling enough for you to keep doing that and lead you to well you know if you level up a bit more then you can have this armor on you can make that legendary uh, you can activate that paragon level that would make that synergy work and then all of a sudden you're kind of layering stuff on on top of each other which um you know becomes a much more you know it, it does it well and I, I must admit I'm I'm still finding myself that I'm wanting to get to that next level I haven't hit level 100 yet and I'm sure that would change um but I think with all these things in you know you just take your time in just enjoy that process and enjoy the uh you know the journey so to speak so yeah, I think in conclusion, so far because I can't, I can't give it a full, a full review. Of this, and I don't think, I don't think anyone can. I don't think anyone's like hit the end game properly. Um, I don't think they've unlocked everything. But I think so far, first experiences of uh, of this game, I think it's very good. I've really, really enjoyed it, um, and I, I, I do wish it goes well. Um, I think, um, and we did touch on this. I think for a game like this to survive the brutal harshness of uh longevity in a terms of like um community thing i think games like this have to do well on um on on streaming services i'm not going to call it twitch now because twitch might not be a thing tomorrow do you get bored of action rpgs just i do love action rpgs get bored of the medieval theme i played medi uh marvel heroes for years yeah, it's weird how they all kind of focus around this kind of like swords and spells and stuff like that, um, as opposed to going for like, uh, I mean, you can do the same. You could do, oh, you know what? They should make, they really should make, um, I want to say a, a kind of like Warhammer one. Have they done a Warhammer action RPG? I know they're doing squad-based ones, but I think maybe do like a, like Warhammer just would be so suited for this. And, and if they did it, if they did a Warhammer one, but where you could join factions and then it would be more like an MMO, isometric MMO where you have like, I mean, can you imagine? Okay, I don't, you know, I don't want to touch on um, ESA, but can you imagine having um, like a, a 3v3 map theme? Think like Planet Side because that had the same concept over a map and you had an isometric view like Diablo 4, um, where you have your own class and then you kind of you you then have like 
like an overlord telling you, right, we need to take out that territory. Can you go over there? I mean, if if they did that with this game, it'd be amazing. It really, really would. Uh, or any any action RPG. I mean, th- the thing about Diablo is what they've done is they've made it more open world and they've turned the open world and turned it more into an MMO, which I quite like. I think the MMO side of things makes it a little bit more... Um, it gives it more option for open world PvP. It gives it more options for having random encounters where some random people will just rock onto your screen uh, and help you with like a world event or a bus fight or whatever. And I think... There's so much that you could possibly do with this uh, for um, like a, an MMO PvP thing. I think it'd be really, really good. I think it just just taking out the MMO from like the uh, the FPS side of things, or, or that that sort of like uh, swizzle around there, and just have it from a, a top top biometric view. I think that'd be pretty cool. Uh, what got me thinking about that was obviously you know, I mean, I was trying to think maybe like a, uh, what's that? What's that big? Um, uh, I want to call, call it the uh, the big medieval. I started off doing medieval like battlefield scenes where you had uh, total war. Okay, so they did total war, but then they did total warhammer. Um, but can you imagine having that scale of action RPG, but in a total war battle where you were controlling one troop, and you had this like big thing? Right, we need to take over this keep now. Everybody charge in and have this kind of like fight. Uh, I, I think that would be, I think that'd be amazing. Um, and obviously, with it being isometric, you wouldn't have to have like the graphical, you know, graphic stuff. In fact, Albion Online as a as an MMO um, had so many people on the map, just absolutely huge. I was flabbergasted. I know it's a mobile game as well as a um, a PC game and a console game, so they kind of got everybody on board with that. Um, uh, but I kind of feel if they did that with with, with this, I think it would this with Diablo Four. Uh, I think it'd be amazing. Uh, and deal with the Warhammer franchise uh, again would be amazing. But you're definitely right when it comes to these games, they are medieval based a lot. I guess it's just tried and tested Dungeon and Dragons at the end of the day, um, which makes it um, a lot easier to, um, I don't know, to set up possibly, I guess. I don't know. Um, yeah, so uh, as, as far as, um, yeah, I don't know, as, as far as uh, content goes on for. Uh, for uh, streaming services twitch youtube and uh other trovo i guess um i think the uh the important thing with these games is is keeping that viewer interactive i know we talked about i did touch on this a bit earlier but um just watching a load of numbers on the screen doesn't seem very compelling hardcore mode compelling pvp good um but it's just about how do you keep those people engaged for a short amount of period of time, uh, small challenges and such, um, small PvP matches and such. So I think um, moving forward, hopefully Blizzard are going to start implementing some PvP game modes. They could lead the way in this. I mean, they could they could lead. I don't know you could even do PVE challenges. I don't know. I mean, they only got hardcore, but they could. I don't know got the seasons, but they really could um, do something to make it compelling. So they, the viewers just drop off. I mean, I, it's one of those games that could possibly be one of those one-hit wonders that after about uh, you know after six months, the viewership just drops down to the sort of casual three thousand views uh, or view, concurrent viewers, as opposed to sticking up there with like the. Uh, the, the sixty thousand in uh, Apex Legends or Overwatch thirty thousand and that sort of stuff. 
Um, you could even do um, the sort of data series with this and have a have your own classes go up. Everyone has to have a, like a max hundred and have those sort of like maps like data or, or League of Legends or something. That'd be quite cool to have, um, which could work again, I guess. And everyone has their certain builds, or you have your pool of characters and you pick one, possibly. <coughs> <laughs> excuse me i guess there's a problem with tuning and stuff like that um but there's plenty of scope there they just need to you know uh i don't, I don't know it's just just uh try it out see what happens um so yeah good I will, we'll probably will i will maybe touch on next week on pvp want to have a go on this uh in in week three of the podcast the game next week i actually want to have a look at um will quite possibly be um uh is it bioshock not Bioshock, no. Uh, sounds like Bioshock, but it's not Bioshock. System Shock, that's the one. Uh, I saw it came out a uh, week before last, and System Shock is a game uh, that I played in the 90s. It's like one of these early FPS uh, games. So I wouldn't mind actually buying that and then playing that. Oh, God knows when I play it, just for maybe an hour or two and see if I can just like do a, like a mini talk about that because th- it's a game that I feel like would be quite fun to play. Um, so I'm going to do a little system shock um, for uh, next uh, next uh, podcast and we'll do PvP. Um, just before we do go um, this evening, I want to talk about uh, I want to talk about Twitch uh, and they've made changes to their... Um, contract and I know a lot of you guys have been talking about uh, a lot of people have been talking about this on Twitter actually there's a lot of angry streamers out there but what they've done is that they've they're forcing partners to sign a new contract otherwise they get onto affiliate status and on that um, on that uh, contract they're not allowing people to restream to multiple platforms if they are um Oh, we don't need that one. Uh, they're not allowing people to um, to restream to YouTube or Trovo if or the primary streaming services, basically competitors, but they can do Instagram and they can do streaming to um, uh, to TikTok as well as, which is, it baffles me a little bit, but, you know, it's like pick one or the other. Um, so they're forcing people to sign that and they're, they're, forced, they're, they're also making it where... Any any um, partner can leave their uh, contract. They're not they're not if they want to. But at the same time, Twitch can also leave their contract if they want to, which it, it's it's you know I think that Twitch is trying to take a bit of power back from uh, people, um, and uh, I, I think they're just trying to monetize off the content creators a little bit more. Which uh, and the other thing is that if you cancel your your affiliate contract with them, they're going to charge you twenty five dollars as well which is interesting because I think if you're not affiliate, then you can multi-platform stream. So I think the the way out for them is, well, if they're going to cancel their partnership to affiliate, and they go, you know what, I don't want my affiliate, they're going to go, right, well, we'll have another $25. So it's going to stop people from actually quitting their affiliate. Affiliate is so easy to get. And I, and I kind of feel that sometimes, you know, content creators get so... Um, and I was the same with this as well. I'm guilty. You get caught up in that sort of like, I want to be focused on the one brand. I want to, you know, I, I want to be like the Twitch streamer and go purple and dye my hair purple and not like I had hair to dye. But, you know, they want to be really part of um, that 
that brand that they forget that that service whether it's twitch or whether it's um youtube is there to make money out of you and you are effectively working for them for free and you're only getting paid for by the ads and that yeah they well i suppose they're putting the service on but there's no sort of like you know you're not working for them for a wage you're having to build your it's, it's i don't know it's like a What's what's a good representation of what these products and services are? I mean, you're basically paying for a a rental car to get you from A to B, but they're gonna be. Uh, do they charge they charge you for? I don't know. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of like it's they're not they they're not there to support you massively in the way that you think they are, um, and they they're really having to monetize their content um because they're losing money twitch and they're just trying to make more money with you and a lot of people say oh you know if you're a streamer then you should have diversified years ago and you should be doing on multiple platforms and that's correct but i know people don't because they don't want to put all their eggs in multiple baskets because then you spread yourself too thin it's very difficult to make multiple content for multiple platforms it's it's exhausting especially when people are a good thing when it comes down to um to to twitch i think you know streamers that are wanting to um quit twitch uh, and just go off and do different platforms i think before they do something as drastic like that they need to think about what they've built up on twitch um not that i want them to stay on twitch but i think walking away from their followers their followers are greater than the platform wherever you go to and you need to be able to think about how you're going to transfer those people across uh, and it's not going to happen overnight it'll happen over a year so uh, i kind of feel that it's um one of those things that people have just got to take a little bit slower i don't know um yeah interesting stuff guys interesting stuff um look my dudes i'm gonna i'm gonna call it there for tonight it's been a uh it's gonna be a short podcast this week we talked about d4 uh and a little bit on twitch uh i think next week hopefully if i can get back on the tuesdays we can get back to that hour uh and uh and and do a good hour podcast it's been great to have a conversation with you guys i will see you in the next one have a beautiful evening take it easy guys and um yeah see you in the next one bye